better still killing the score Filling them all, digging the ditch, did he stick in his sword Do you really wanna know he did a million more For the headband with a dead man, sent it to more Fell short for the minute, just figured it Diggers living for dinner, bidding it in the organ Sort of all for the skin Love, we love back, we love that food Do we for the love because the blood is beautiful Rumor with a double fist in trouble with a school Should've could've would've done it For once for the school like cool Strike down for fury, just hang up Right now, sound off, murder a stranger Working the shadows out of battle, but still a battle But kill a battle, fill to the clip, is out of ammo Shogun, you know what, he holds no tears Do it for the love because the blood is on his spirit When he's living in his spirit and all that he got No cinnamon, it ain't good for all me Get up, get up, get out of town, get down, get What's good, what's good, what a D.E.W. This your man, Synth Man, a.k.a. Sir Symphony, the Dark Knight. Back with another episode of Full of Love. Because as you know, we do it for the love. For the love of hip-hop, for the love of debate, for the love of what we passionate about. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Tonight, what we're going to get into? We're going to get into something that's, uh, I guess, just a little old at this point. I mean, it's still, I don't know, three weeks out, maybe. You feel me? But um, I want to talk about something everybody's been talking about. You know what I'm saying? And something that I've been wanting to talk about because this is from my era. This is from my, this is my wheelhouse right here. You feel me? The picture threw me that pitch and I like this right here. So we're going to talk about that locks, dipset versus. You dig? Um, I guess what I'm going to do tonight, what I'm going to do first of all is I'm going to let y'all know. Who I thought was going to win. You know what I'm saying? In full disclosure. And let you know who I thought was going to win. Then I'm going to tell you what happened. And I'll probably give you that conclusion. You know what I'm saying? In in, in essay form. But in podcast presentation. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that's what we're going to do tonight, man. I want to talk about that Dipset Locks versus. You feel me? I really want to speak on that. Because uh, I think that was... That's something we're going to remember. That's history right there, whether y'all know it or not. But for real, that's that's something real proper like. So I want to I wanna speak on it and put my little point of view out there about it. So without further ado, yeah, before I say that, we're going to call this, uh, we're going to call it the Dipset Locks Versus. That's what we're going to call it. That's what it was. It was the Dipset Locks Versus. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, so... Like I said in the intro, um, in full disclosure, I want to just say who I had winning. And I don't just want to say who I had winning. I want to say why I had them winning. So when I first heard this was going down, I ain't even going to hold you. I said, there's no way the locks was going to win. Straight up and down. Because... And I will say I'm not a huge, you know what I'm saying, follower of the verses. You feel me? But what I do know is when you do a versus, it's supposed to be like hits. It's a sound clash. You feel me? I know what a sound clash is off top. Sound clash is where whoever got that most popular thing, you do that thing. The crowd go along with it. Whoever get that sort of reaction, that's who won. It's not who got the best raps or whatever. 
it's the one who rocked the crowd the best. That's what a sound clash is. So that's kind of what I seen the verses as, you know what I'm saying? So when I heard that the locks was going against Dipset, I felt that the locks didn't have the hits to go against Dipset. Like, for real, like, not only did the Dipset have hits, right, but they had, like, underground, like, slap. Like, okay, so the locks, that's what they got. They got them underground slaps. They got they got a couple, like, hits. At least I felt at the time. They got a couple hits. They got mostly underground slaps where, you know what I'm saying, people who really get into rap know that. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like Dipset had, they had levels. They had songs where you ain't never listened to rap in your life, but you heard this song. And they had the ones you don't listen to rap much. You listen to a little bit. You heard these songs. Then you had the guys who listen to rap. You know what I'm saying? A decent amount. They knew them. And then you had the real dudes who really listen to rap. And they listened to them too. Like they had it covered on every level. Like Dipset was truly a movement. You feel me? Like it, it really was. So for anybody who was, you know, of a certain age at that time, you should remember like, yo, I mean, nah, I will say this, man. Everybody, you know, is acceptable to wear pink and purple and all that, but I just, it's hard for me not to say Cam has something to do with that. I mean, brothers was wearing pink before, but I really feel like after Cam did it, the whole dipset movement thing, brothers start wearing pink just to be like, yeah, you know, I'm cool, I wear pink. And then there was some young guys who seen that. It's like, okay, it's cool to wear pink. So now cats actually wear pink on a regular. Whether they know it or not, it was influenced by Cameron and their dipset. So I'm just saying, the relevancy of dipset compared to the locks, because I don't know, I come from that age too when I remember the locks, when I remember money, power, respect. You know what I'm saying? But the cold part about that is even though that was a dope lock song, I remember DMX about that song mostly. You know what I'm saying? I do remember all about the Benjamins. You know what I'm saying? They was getting busy on that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I had the album. You know, I didn't get into that just yet. We didn't get into that a little bit. But I'm just saying, they didn't have the songs I thought to stand up to Dipset. So I kind of feel like it was going to be a wash. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It's something decent. Like, out of the 20 joints, 15, 5. You feel me? Something nice. You got your you got your, your your shots off, but you definitely lost. That's what I thought the locks was going into at the time. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the like Dipset had Dipset has anthems. There's a song called Dipset Anthem, but besides that song, because that song is definitely an anthem. Besides them songs, they have also other anthems. You know what I'm saying? Not to jump ahead, but I give y'all this one jewel. Like, one song they didn't play that would have been dope to me if they played it was off the uh, the Jewel Santana with the game's been missing. I can't remember the name of that song right now, but they'd be like, we invade these clubs, no thanks to you. You know what I'm saying? Straight up gangster. You know gangster. It might have been called gangster or something. That joint, man. That's, that's I don't know. If they would have played that, I would have been like, Psh. the point is, Dipset got Anthems, they got bangers. So, I don't know, man. How is the locks gonna deal with these bangers? Because if nothing else, Dipset beats is 
far and away better than the locks beats, if nothing else. How are you gonna how you gonna present the locks against Dipset? This is my mind state. Before it all went down. And then August 3rd came. And uh, you know, it happened. So let's talk about what happened. There's a couple things that I forgot to mention. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I had dipset going into this. And I just want to tell you how possibly biased I might be. I might be biased, right? So I just want to say, first of all, you know I love their music. Like, I I like more dipset music than deluxe music. Like, that's just a fact. Diplomatic Immunity is a classic. You know what I'm saying? One of the albums I go to from time to time. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just always kind of just like the dipset sound. A little more than a lock sound, I guess. You feel me? And then not only that, but anybody who really know me knows that uh, I have a little brother. You know what I mean? Shout out to my little brother, Mel. Uh, who I call it Dipset. I named Dipset at a young age because, uh, you know, I got reasons why I name my brothers and sisters and kids stuff. And anybody, I always get people nicknames. But um, I'm sorry because sometimes I'll be talking away from the mic. Anyway, I always give people nicknames. And uh, I gave him Dipset because of how cool he was. You know what I'm saying? He was so cool. It's like, yo, this is like the Dipset, the coolest gang out there. This is the Dipset. So definitely respect the Dipset on a level to where I name my little brother after them. Because that's how cool they was. It defined my little brother coolness and then something else I want to say before I get into what went down is something I never heard nobody say but I want to say this right now like I feel like if you compared New York to I don't know possibly the Bay if you want to go that far with it I don't know I don't know how you break it down if you want to say Oakland I don't know but I just know that I feel like Deep East Oakland is comparable to Harlem. You understand what I'm saying? Like, the way Harlem is, that's, or at least the way to my understanding Harlem is, with the flyness, the flashiness, cats getting money, doing what they got to do. They get the girls, they got the nice cars. Like, they're not even really into beefing. It's all about who getting the most money. You know what I'm saying? Who got the most this, who got the most that, the best shoes, the best clothes. Everybody dressed nice. You know what I'm saying? That's my understanding of Harlem. So everything I just said, if you're from the Deep East, when I was from the Deep East, then you already know that's what we was about. Like, I've heard, when I went to Castlemont as a teenager, people said that Castlemont was like a fashion show in high school. Like, I swear, I've seen girls come to school, right, purple outfit. Purple shoes. Purple contacts. You feel me? She had the contacts <laughs> to match her outfit. That's the way we do in the town. You see what I'm saying? But not only the town, I'm talking about the deep beast. Like, we super fly. We, it's just something about us, man. We got a flair about us. You feel me? 
You know, them brothers in Brookfield. I ain't from Brookfield, but yeah, they definitely got a flair about them. Y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Even them cats in Walnut. They were on the grimy side, but they got they flash. I'm from the nine. You know how we do it. So anyway, like I'm saying, man, I had a lot of reasons to be invested in the dip set. But then, let's just start from the jump in case you never heard it. In case you never even seen this jump. You know what I'm saying? So, First of all, they got Michael Buffer out there, man. Michael Buffer. Let's get ready to rumble. That guy. Michael Buffer is on stage, man. He introduced these guys, man. First of all, he introduced the locks. Say each member name. He say Sheik, Wooch, Styles, P, and Jada Kiss from Yonkers, New York. The locks. You feel me? That's crazy. Michael Buffer is saying these words. But he did. You feel me? Crazy. They come out there in this lit. They ready to do it. And then Michael Buffer introduced the dipset. He say all they name from Harlem, New York, the dipset. And they kind of just I don't know where they was at, man. They weren't really coming out like they was supposed to. They didn't come out marching. And then when they did come out, they didn't have Cam. Cam didn't come out for a while, man. It's speculation on what was going on with Cam. I'm not gonna speak on that. All I'm saying is Everybody from the dip set came, excluding, you feel me, the Hell Rails, the JR Riders, the 40 Cap, those guys, y'all don't know, Uncasa. Yeah, feel me, they didn't pat them out there. They just had the main, the faces of dip set, the, the, you feel me, the Mount Rushmore dip set. Cameron, freaking Jim Jones, Santana, Freaky Zeke. I mean, yo, we ain't gonna speak on that right now. Anyway, Cam comes late. So just from the jump, man, it's just they, it's like what's going on here, man. Lots come ready to battle. Dipset is kind of lagging. Okay, so what, man? Let's get them out there. They get out there, man, and it's a whole lot of chippiness going on. They talking, talking, talking. You know what I'm saying? I let y'all watch that. But then what happens is they say, "Yo, you go." And he's like, "All right, well, yeah. You talk about New York, but you live in Miami. Yo, drop my beat." And then they drop the joint. F you. You know what I'm saying? So that's just hard. Like, that's just like a real strategic play. Like, the first song out the gate is F you. If you didn't think we was going to make it, F you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how they jumped it off. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, though. After that, Dipset came back with, I'm ready. You feel me? Now, here, to me, is where... It all kind of started to visualize what was about to happen for the rest of the night. Now, I heard a few. It's a pretty good song. I'm not gonna hold you, man. It's a pretty good song. It's yo. I get back to why it went down the way it went down. Song for song, a few is a pretty good song. I'm ready. I love that song, man. I mean, I guess when you think about it, I guess a big part of it is the beat, but just the way they rhyme to it, you feel it. It's like, I'm ready. You felt that you blow myself that you show. I'm like, that was Jimmy Jones, but you just feel it, man. So, song for song, I'm ready is way better than F.U. But, when they did it, I don't know, man. I guess the biggest issue that night was Dipset was rapping over their songs like the words was going 
So it was kind of weird. And at the same time, you could see that they didn't know their words. Like they hadn't really rehearsed. So they really didn't come out there to, to perform. Like they kind of just did it like they just got some money to do a show in Modesto. <laughs> and they came. And that's, 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 that's what they did all night, to be honest. It was certain times when, when things changed and cats stepped up. Like I say this, man, one of my favorite, not even my favorite moment of the night, right, was when uh, Dipset did uh, Dipset Anthem. That whole energy, like I said, sound clash wise, that was like <laughs> probably like a nail in the coffin. Because when that dropped, the whole crowd lost their mind. Like they performed the whole song in unison. Santana didn't even have to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, when Santana was doing it, he switched it up and was like, I see these suckers in the and, you know, getting scared, I like it. And Karen came over there and said, I said, I like it. And then he used to get on his face and then Zeke ran over there and Jim ran over there. And, you know what I'm saying? I know right now I probably sound like a Dipset fan. That part was hard, though. I don't care what you say. That part was hard. The point that I'm making is Dipset actually put up a better fight than people are saying. But what happened was, man... I don't know, man. I just feel like the locks came out there, like, knowing what they was going to do. They had a game plan, and they executed it. Like, they knew that it was going to be times when them brothers from the dip set might say, yo, he don't got this, or y'all don't got that. And whenever they said that, they had a reply for that. Like, like that's art of war. You know what I'm saying? In a battle. So regardless of what song is what's better, it hit different when it comes in certain orders. Like when you have a reply to something somebody said, because like for instance, they did Oh Boy. And I'm I'm not really a fan of Oh Boy, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? But after they did Oh Boy, uh, Joel Santana was like, you know what I'm saying? Um... What'd he say? Like, oh, y'all don't like girls. Y'all don't make songs for girls. We we girl songs that. And, and, and Jada Kiss was like, hold on, man. Drop all our, our girl songs. And then the first song was uh, Ride or Die Chick. Like, he was bugging. But truthfully, I forgot. I don't even remember the songs that they got. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you. But they definitely do got some hits. Some bangers. One of them I forgot was 24 Hours to Live. It was a, a, a May song, but that was a banger. It was a hit that the locks was on. Obviously, we talked about all about the Benjamins. You know what I'm saying? That was a banger. But I didn't know they did. Uh, well, I did know, but I forgot, like, Honey with Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? Um, Reservoir Dogs. Freaking... Who was on that song with them, man? Mace, DMX, you know what I'm saying? Like, they actually got some stuff, and I forgot, because they've been around for a while. So they got some things, man. So I ain't gonna hold you. I was caught a little off guard. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't know, man. From the jump, they just set it off on them, man. They just set it off and kind of set the tone for the night, especially when Sheik 
came off there. It was like, let me look at him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't say what he said, but he set off on him talking lightweight, reckless. You know what I'm saying? But on top of that, even though, like I said, um, I liked it, the dip set music better. It just seemed like the the throwbacks was hitting harder with the locks. Like, cause I mean, they did that one joint, uh, well, Jada Kiss. There's two joints on there. Check this out. Jada Kiss. All right, before I get to that, cause that's when anybody know. No, I'm going to do that first. That's when anybody know. Everybody remember when Jada Kiss did the Who Shot You freestyle, right? Quotations freestyle. When these brothers say freestyle, they don't mean off the head. I think some people thought when he said freestyle, he meant off the head. So when they were saying things like, you know what I'm saying, he's a D-U-P, y'all neighbors, they thought he freestyled that. Or when he said, you know what I'm saying, uh, I don't care who shot you because they ain't kill you. He was lightweight. They felt like he was taking a shot at Cam because Cam got shot. But no, that was something he wrote years ago that he performed. It just wasn't a real song, so they called it a freestyle. So that was dope. When he did that freestyle, and it was just out of nowhere because people don't remember it. It was dope. It hit hard. And then the other one that hit hard was when after Jim Jones went on almost a little tirade about how he's a gangster. Shout out to this person and that person. He had blood and trade weight, this, that, and the third. I'm a certified gangster. And they dropped that. Dun, 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 dun. And that's cool. That song ain't bad. I'm not a huge fan of that song. It's a cool song. I can bear it. It can play. You feel me? But after that, Styles came with a joint over. Uh, and this is what I'm saying. I knew I knew that beat. I'm a hip hop head. So I know. Uh, that beat is from Nas. No Ideas Original off his Lost Tapes album, that first joint. Because I knew I knew that. I had to go back to make sure I knew that. But yeah, that's what it came from. So that's why it's called the No Idea Original Freestyle. I never heard that. I never heard that. But he spit that after he started talking about how he was a gangster and all that. And then he was like, I'm not a, I'm not a blood all crip. I'm this, that, and the third. I do this, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just hit harder, man. So it's like, even though I thought it was about hits, it wasn't even about hits. It was about hits. What was hitting? You feel me? I just thought of that right now. It's pretty dope. But seriously, though, they was actually hitting them with things. So when they, themselves like they playing themselves by saying what they were saying, doing what they was doing. But I feel like the battle was probably in the locks' favor because just I guess the strategy they were more prepared for the war if it was a war the locks had a much better strategy I don't know if Dipset had a strategy for the war other than looking cool because <laughs> you feel me Ken came out there with a beach chair freaking Jim Jones had a jeweler put a uh, a necklace around his neck in the middle of the battle. Now that that's fly, it's fly. But I'm just saying, you're not the guys you're going against right now. That is not the best strategy. So I feel like that's what went down. So with all that said, let me get into the conclusion of what I feel happened. Let's get into it.
Alright, so um I guess in conclusion, I mean not even to say it like you know what I'm saying like I'm hesitating it, but in the honest, you know what I'm saying, you know, just honestly, man, the locks won. You know what I'm saying? Locks definitely won. And the reason they won to me is because, you know what I'm saying, not so much because the songs was better. The songs was delivered better. You know what I'm saying? The songs was performed better. Uh, the locks knew the words. That might sound crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> the locks knew the words and Dipset didn't so much. And the performance of them rapping over their own voice was kind of distorting the performance as opposed to the locks doing what they was doing. And not only that, but they was just on it, you know what I'm saying, the way each member knew the other members' verse, even on songs that they wasn't a part of. You know what I'm saying? And Dipset didn't. So, and not only that, but I'm just saying, though, that is kind of somewhat not fair because the locks is a group. They are a rap group. And Dipset is more of a collective. You feel me? So, that's not surprising. I mean, I didn't consider that coming in. But the Locks is definitely a group. And Dipset is definitely a collective. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, man. Even though I do like the Dipset songs better. Because check this out. First of all, I just want to say. Cam is dope, right? Everybody talking about how dope Jadakiss is. Jadakiss is dope. I, I don't know if he's in my top five. I mean, I, I did a top five podcast. He wasn't in there. But he's dope. You know what I'm saying? But I'm my favorite Cam over Jadakiss. That's just for argument's sake. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, though, it's just, I don't know. It wasn't to me about who was the best rapper or who made the best songs. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like just in this arena, the way that they approached it, their strategy, you know what I'm saying? They almost made the dip set look kind of <laughs> stupid. Because like I said, Cam is dope, but he does. <laughs> he got songs where he get computers puking. He get the shooters shooting. He get those rooters rooting. He get the tooter tooting. You know what I'm saying? He really do do that. And, you know, Jenny Kiss was funny to kind of bring that up. Like, computers, pewing. Like, and it just kind of, you know. Because, like I say, Cam is dope. But he got those rounds where it was just more about making a song over this dope beat. And he kind of called it out. And it kind of made them look stupid. Because the songs they did, they was front and center. They ran to the front of the stage and they wrapped their bars. And they let you know what they were saying was dope. And it was almost like, that's what I'm saying. That's how it was back in the day. Every rhyme you wrote was almost like a battle rap. So if I'm in this circle and I'm saying it, you're going to feel like, ooh, he might be saying it about him. Like, that's how battle, you know, rap was. Not even battle rap, but rap was. And the locks took us there with that. So, yeah. Definitely in locks one, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I feel like it was just a dope versus. I feel like it was dope for hip-hop. I feel like it was something that, you know, 
outside of my age, I feel like everybody who a fan of hip hop should see because it was it had that intensity of battle and competition. And I feel like that's something that people, you know what I'm saying, they forget about. I think we need that. I enjoy that. I really enjoy watching it. It's the only verses I've actually kind of, outside the Ghost and Ray, but I kind of only went to that for certain parts. But uh, it's the only verses I went back and watched. I don't even really watch too many verses, but I watched that one and I went back and I watched this part and that part. And it's a bunch of stuff I actually wanted to say, but I didn't get to. You know, I always do that, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how I feel. That's the bottom line. So, I don't know, man. I still know the Dipset. After that battle, I I went to go listen to Dipset. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, for instance, they play uh, murder, 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 murder. You know what I'm saying? I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? So, I had to go listen to that. So, still know the Dipset. But they took that L. You know what I mean? But so what? You live to fight another day. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold says so. <laughs> anyway, man. So that's my uh, point of view on that. So uh, anyway, man. Let's get into uh, let's get into the song of the week, man. Let's do it. Song of the week this week is a song that's uh I don't know a little different. It ain't even you know a lyrical sort of gem or nothing like that. It's just a song I really like to mob to. Some I like to bump, you know what I mean. Some that's just I don't know. Just the vibe of it is something that's uh hitting home right now. Like the the somberness of it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? With some of the things that's going on, it just really fit into my life right now. So uh. Without further ado, Song of the Week is a song by a guy named Thousand Band Fonny. His name looks weird, but it says Thousand Band Fonny. And uh, the, the, the name of the song is called Ultraviolet. Now, there's honestly not a lot of things I can say about the song. So, let me just give y'all a little uh, insight into who Thousand Band Fonny is. So, first of all, Thousand Band Fonny is from Atlanta. Um, he came up with two other guys, man. He came up with uh, a guy named Uno the Activist. Y'all have heard, if y'all listen to my podcast, you should know who Uno the Activist is. Because, in my opinion, he was the dopest one out of all of them. And the other guy who was in that group was Playboy Cardi. And y'all know I rock with Playboy Cardi, too. So, it kind of makes sense I would like Thousand Band Fonny at least a little bit. They had a crew called Splur Gang. You feel me? 
And uh, I don't know, it was it was it was a dope little group, I guess. But the thing about them is they all fed off each other. Like I would go as far as to say, Uno was the he was like the smart lyrical one. So he influenced the other two to kind of be more lyrical with what they were saying. I feel like Cardi was like, you know, he Playboy Cardi. So he's like the Playboy, the flashy, the out there, the, you feel me, the one who gets attention. You feel me, the flashy one, the upfront guy. And then Thousand Band Funny to me was more like the street guy. You know what I'm saying? He kind of said the stuff that the street could feel more like hit home kind of stuff. So amongst the three, they had a dope group. You feel me? Uh, I don't know what happened to them. You know what I'm saying? They kind of just all kind of went their own ways. I don't, uh, Fonny and Activist, they still rock. But Playboy Cardi is in a whole nother stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? But I just say all that to say, you know what I'm saying? So this is the cloth he cut from the Playboy Cardi, the Uno Activist tree. So, you know what I'm saying? That kind of give you insight to maybe the kind of song this is. But at the end of the day, this song is a slapper, man. I mean, the beat is really what kind of put it over the top. It's just the the vibe, like I said, the tempo of it, the nod to it is just super dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's hard to hear a beat like that and for me personally not to feel it. Like, I'm automatically going to be, you know, intrigued on what's going on when I hear a beat like that. I mean, and like I said, it ain't a whole lot to say because Thousand Man finally isn't the most lyrical guy. But he is saying dope stuff. Like even in the hook, one of the hardest lines in the whole song, he say, uh, he say, I see bands and I saw hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of them things, and you hear it and you feel it almost like how Jeezy was for the for the D-Boys. It's like when you out here grinding, you feel me? It's like, I see bands and I saw hope, you know? You see a little paper, man, it give you a little hope. It make you feel like, you know what I'm saying, I'm pushing in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Then he say something like, for that, then it's smoke, Holy Spirit, Holy Smoke. I just thought that was a dope play on words. Holy Spirit, Holy Smoke, you know what I'm saying? And then he say, uh, just the way the hook go off, he say, mashing pills, crushing grind, seeing colors, ultraviolet. Like, and I saw the hook, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's more or less how the song is because he not even rapping a lot. He kind of just letting the beat do his thing. He letting it breathe. But I like what he did to it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a slapper. Um, you know, like I said, not a whole lot of lyrical value to it, but the vibe of it, the energy of it, you feel me? I feel like that's something that might reach you at a certain time and speak to you. So, yeah, you feel me? Song of the Week, Thousand Band, Funny, Ultraviolet. Check that out. You know what I'm saying? That's a nice little joint that I've been, you know, it's my song of the week. I've been on it all week. So, yeah, man, with that said, you know what I'm saying, this one was a little fun, you know what I'm saying, nothing too deep. I ain't have to, you know, stress my brain like I do on my top fives or whatever, you feel me? So, uh, you know what I mean, this was a cool episode, you know what I'm saying, I appreciate y'all checking it out, you know what I'm saying, and uh, I'm going to try to keep it lit, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit y'all for one next week, because I already know what I want to do, so, you know what I'm saying, hint, hint, we're going to get into another top five. You feel me? I ain't gonna say no more. You feel me? But, uh, yeah, man, as always, you know what I'm saying? I'm signing out. It's your man, Sam, man, a.k.a. Sir Symphony, the Dark Knight. Doing it for the love. For the love of hip-hop. For the love of debate. For the love of what we're passionate about. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you for listening. 
You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you come back. You know what I mean? I'm going to try to keep it lit. You know what I'm saying? Give some more good content to listen to. You feel me? Try to keep it lit like that there. So, yeah, thanks for checking it out. Hopefully y'all come back, man. You feel me? Appreciate it. And with that, I'm going to say peace and love. And I'm out.